Molly Wood. Uh, I do some stuff here. <laughs> All right, host of Anchor Desk. Jeez, you miss one podcast and you totally forget who you are. Anchor Desk newsletter. (laughs) I'm Tom Barrett, host of The Real Deal. Welcome back. Thanks. It's good to be back. How was the WEAR conference? Very interesting. For those of you who don't know, I was attending O'Reilly's WEAR 2.0 conference, which is all about GIS and mapping and location-based technology. And it is fascinating stuff. Did you hear Google or was that... I did not hear Google. You heard from Microsoft. I heard from and, Microsoft and Amazon. And you think although Mar- Google was there, uh-huh. I just had to leave. <laughs> I had too much work. You to got do. overmapped. I did get a little overmapped, but that is not well, to say was, that it wasn't fascinating. Because real quickly, it was. what was that one thing you were telling me about? Yeah, I saw a demo of Microsoft's Map Point, which they are expecting to release this summer, and it is pretty cool. It has a so it's you know kind of like the Google Earth mapping, like it's this overview. Um, map, but you can search for locations like they, the demo they gave was Italian restaurants in Seattle or whatever. And so then it will map it for you. And then you can also get user opinions. And then you can do a whole little itinerary thing and put that on your little scratch pad thing. And wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tricked out. It integrates with um, MySpaces, the blogging tool, so you can blog oh, your itinerary. Nice. Which is a neat idea. But who uses MySpaces? Yeah, I don't use MySpaces. The most notable thing, though, about the Microsoft demo at Wear 2.0 was. Um, their software engineer who was giving the demo was wearing the MSN butterfly suit. Just they're not cool. Yeah. They're just not cool at Microsoft. But well, the best part was that he was sitting behind a podium and all you could see were the butterfly <laughs> wings and the antenna sticking up over the top. It was hilarious. It was so funny I knocked my headphones off. So usually now. my reaction to those Microsoft <laughs> demonstrations is that it's not gonna nearly be as cool as it looks in the demo. Yeah. But the one place where I have been disproved, and not because I saw a demo, but spyware, the anti-spyware, the Microsoft anti-spyware. That's true. That's really That actually good. turned out to be as promised. Yes. But we'll see about the map. And the map point, we'll see. The thing that it lacks is the Amazon thing. Amazon showed a beta of their new Yellow Pages, which is like totally tricked out in terms of pictures because they've been driving around taking pictures of all these neighborhoods. So you can sort of virtually walk up and down the block and just see a ton of stuff. And um, map point did not appear to have kind of the location pictures. Oh. So that to me is kind of a letdown. See, I like the the snow crash kind of feel to the uh, walking through the virtual world. Oh, you know, good reference. Gonna have good my reference. avatar and <laughs> get my katana out. Yeah, no, I like I I don't I like walking through the I like seeing the pictures. I like feeling like I'm actually there. Soon I won't even have to leave the house. Well, now we don't have time to talk about Google Video Search though. Yeah, that's true. But we do have a product alert. Yay! Yay! Slingbox. Okay, we we saw this thing at CES, and I got to play with it there, and it was awesome there, but I was like, I hope it ships, and I've been waiting for it to ship. I thought it was going to ship in like May, and it just got announced finally. It's going to be shipping. I don't know exactly when it's going to be shipping, but we have one. Let me pull it up. We had one in New York, actually. John Falcone had it on his television in his apartment in New York, and so this morning, I was able (laughs) to go on the internet using John's password and watch his TV in his apartment in New York from my seat in San Francisco. It was so cool. I was there. I can attest to it. Now, granted, the the video quality was not so great because he has a DSL connection with like 250 up. Yeah. So it was good enough. I could watch it. You know, it wasn't totally choppy. It was like watching some web video. It was like watching some streaming. But apparently, if you have like a really good upload uh, bandwidth at home, like with a cable modem, perhaps, then it it just looks great. looks like nice and clean. Also, it's just so cool. I can't actually think of why I would want it but I really want it because it's just so cool. Now, there's probably somebody out there going, what the hell are they talking about? Basically, it's this <laughs> box that you hook up to your television tuner 
your TiVo, your VCR, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then through infrared, it can control all the boxes. Mm -hmm. And then it outputs the signal from those boxes onto the internet. And then you, on a laptop anywhere... Can or log any Wi-Fi device, actually, for example, such as your PlayStation Portable or your little uh, Palm Life Drive. Actually, any computer, any you, computer, any computer on the internet, you can install the Slingbox software mm-hmm. and log on and watch your home television. Mm-hmm. And you get a little remote control-like interface so that you're sitting there changing the channels on your home television. Your TV doesn't have to be on, just your tuner. Yeah. That, yeah, Veronica yeah. was just about to ask that question, which is the crucial one. Your TV does not have to be sitting on at home, but your tuner does have to be on. Yeah. So your cable box or your satellite box or whatever. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it can, and it's going to play havoc with blackout restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you wanted Sports to talk fans. about another product, I believe. I did, actually. This is just a, I, I kind of want to geek out today on the podcast because I just read our review. Oh, I'm going to have to hurry. Of the Samsung SCH i730, and I am a Trio user. But I have been debating about whether to upgrade to the Trio 650. And now I'm seeing this i730, which is a Windows media-based device with a little slide-out keyboard. And I don't know. I might have to try it out. It's, it's smaller. It's cool. Right? Smaller than the Trio? Um, it's actually a little bit wider than the Trio. Mm. And the Trio 650 is already pretty wide. But it's otherwise, other than that, it's about the same size. And oh, then okay. the keyboard does slide out, so it's a little bit longer. But uh, if you guys have played with this device compared to the 650, I would love to know what your thoughts are, listeners. Yeah, I got my hands on it at CES as well. I didn't really get to play with it much, though. It was yeah. just sort of somebody put it in my hand. I showed me how it slides out and took it away again. So. It's cool. I'm really interested in seeing how it sort of compares to the Palm interface, mostly, most of all. Anyway, it sounds like we need to wrap it up, and we have a phone call. So let's uh, just run right into that. Hi, this is Calvin calling from Orlando, Florida. I don't have anything hot to say, but uh, I wanted to answer your question about uh, CD protection. I wouldn't buy anything uh, CD, you know, copy protected CDs. I, I wish there were an easy way to say to see that they were, so I could get my wife to quit buying them. <laughs> uh, we recently subscribed to Napster and love it, and I uh, love their new plan to uh, get a Napster to go device and download all the music you want and listen to it. I think that's the way to go. Um, anyway, just my two cents. Love the show. I'm not sure how often you guys do it. I basically download a bunch of them and uh, put them on CD to listen to in my car when I take a road trip about uh, every other week. So I just catch them all then. So. Whatever you guys do works for me. Love the show. Take care. Interesting. That's, Interesting. I'm glad he listens to us in the car. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, it does sound like I like that. Cal, like you call him from the car. <laughs> yeah, watch out. <laughs> Drive on the carefully. Road. Yeah, and he's no, in the happiest place on earth. It's good to hear. You know, I agree, actually, that CDs that are copy protected should be thus labeled so that you know. We it's got a, a buyer little, beware um, thing. Veronica gave us, a, our producer gave us a little trick, though, to help oh, you yeah, out yeah. here, uh, Cal. When your wife buys the copy protected CDs, apparently you just hold down the shift key. And she heard this actually on Adam Christensen's Mac cast, but apparently you just hold down the shift key and yep. it prevents the software from installing that copy protects the CD. And then you're just you fine. disable your little, which you shouldn't do because that would be violating DMCA or something or possibly, something. I don't know. Huh. But, yeah. But I bet if you ask Sony, they would probably tell you that. You, yeah. All right. Anyway, all right. we got to go. <laughs> Thanks for the call. If you would like to call us and get on the podcast, 1-800-616-CNET, or you can email us buzz, B-U-Z-Z, at CNET.com. Thanks Thank you very much. Goodbye.